Welcome back to High Fidelity Top 5, the weekly podcast where we analyze, discuss, and spin our thoughts on the movie High Fidelity five minutes at a time. I'm Candice LaSalle. I'm Chris LaSalle. I'm Kathy Stoker. And I must be David Stoker. Hey, everyone. Hello. Hello. Hi, Candice. Are you excited for these minutes? I am. I am. <laughs> minutes 71 to 75. We open up with Ian trying to convince Rob to leave Laura and him alone. Mm. And uh, they close with a stranger answering Barry's hip young gunslinger's ad. (laughs) (laughs) This is action-packed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's all sorts of good stuff to talk about. I'm predicting this is um, Dave and Chris's favorite five minutes. I second that, Candace. You know, I think think it is. (laughs) But I I forgot. But we, we haven't... Have we already passed, like, other people's favorite minutes like in the movie because i don't think we've talked about oh this is my favorite moment from i don't the have film. any favorites <laughs> <laughs> oops just... did i say that out loud wow no favorite minutes okay uh i guess i haven't really thought about what would be my favorite minutes i mean these minutes are pretty fun yeah um mm. yeah. yeah i don't, I don't know. think we've passed mine yet Oh. You, have, you have favorite minutes? Have favorite? There is a scene that you might find funny later on when I okay. tell you. I think that's one of my fa- more oh. favorites. Okay. Oh, I'm excited. So it's coming up. All right. What about you, Dave? Yeah. Not more favorite. Is it a favorite. sex scene, Kathy? <laughs> it, it actually might be. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, my. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, anyway. All right. So these minutes, though. Yes. But these minutes. Let's, so. Yeah, yeah. What do you think? These are great minutes. So the Ian Rob confrontation. Mm. Confrontations? Confrontations, <laughs> right. Yeah. I love Rob in these minutes. I find he looks so young, innocent, in the way he's kind of reacting, his facial expressions to to Ian. It just makes me think of, like, a, I just he just looks very young to me. That's a good observation. I hadn't thought of that, Candace, and now, you know, revisiting that, those facial expressions, sure. Because I just had, he was freaking out. Oh. <laughs> Bulging eyes. Right, yeah, yes. Some of the, the facial expressions. Yeah, sure. and I don't mean in, like, a immature, just, he just looks just young, like, right. you know, like, this is, I don't know. Um, yeah, I think it's, I mean, you know, John Cusack, he's, good, he's a good actor, and... Yeah. Uh, yeah. And you're right, I think he's, you know, he's really... You know, Ian's got him at the beginning of this, right? As far as you know, calling him out on, <laughs> right. you know, stalking yes. him. And he's like, "You were just, you know, I, I stopped. I've stopped doing I've stopped that. that now." I like how he puts the "now" in there. Yeah. I don't. Know, there's something about that now well, that I really like that because it, uh, that it's just that moment, literally the moment I guess he stopped that now. Yeah, now and yeah, you were just there this morning, but he, uh, yeah, he's his that face it makes him look young he's like he looks like he got he got busted you know his, his yeah. hand in the cookie jar kind of thing and shamed and mm-hmm. um you know he knows he's not doing the right thing and ian's calling him out on yeah him. uh well yeah. he looks weak also in front of his his employees like his other you know savants of the music industry both are you know they panned a berry and then they put panned a dick and they're both kind of looking at him like what is going on here yeah. like this isn't the Rob we know. You've like been Rob calling her ten times a day. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. No, I guess I didn't think about that part, that he's kind of being exposed in front of those two. Yeah, yeah right. It's like yeah. all his dirty laundry's being aired. and right. right, right. He could be putting on one whole show in front of them, but this, I mean, when he goes home at night, he's 
behaving in a whole different way. Right. Right. Yeah. I I just think so. I, overall, I think Ian is just a huge jerk for doing this and the way he goes about it too he looks he looks like he's being super innocent about it and super nice but he's like the things that he does you know with the with the pager and he's like oh look who it is you know he's like he's calling me now like he's rubbing it in you know and i'm just like oh my god like you are just a super db and like go enjoy laura just you know you and her hair just go go off and yeah, well, I mean, you know, she had specifically asked him not to do it, so that right there, yeah. you know, shows, yeah, his character a bit. Yep, right. And um, and obviously he knows this is, he's not doing it to help Rob, he's, <laughs> when I say help Rob, like, it's purely to he's be strutting. a yeah. jerk, he's strutting, he's shoving it in his face. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. If, I, if, if I was with someone and they chose someone else... I would, you know, he says something like that. Yeah, you know, I, I, would, I would respect her opinion, and it's like, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You do, Maybe. but you also want to. He's trying to get her back. You know, he's trying to win her back. Like that's ten times a day, though. That's yeah. Obviously, Rob's not going about it the, the right way. <laughs> right. I mean, I'm right. just saying, like he obviously, yeah. you know, yeah. I just think he's Ian's, like, yeah, being a pompous. You know mm. what? And yeah, pompous is a good word for that. There's some smarmy here. Yes, yeah. his yeah. smarmy. He's, what's his? He's what very smarmy. Zen, smarmy zen. zen. Smarmy zen. Is yes. that what we called him last yes. time? He's got a smirk at one point, and it's maybe later on, in before he leaves, he's got like a smirk on his face, yeah. like he knows he's won. Um, kind of after the. <laughs> are his glasses supposed to be purple, or are they transitional lenses? No, I think no, those are purple. 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 He's wearing like sunglasses inside. Uh, yeah. 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 Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Doesn't he call him G too? And he's like, "Yes." How do you feel, do you feel about that G or yes. whatever? And I'm like, oh, oh, I miss that. God. He does. Yeah. G. Nails on a chalkboard. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do. I, w- I will say that you know the Barry and 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 Dick reaction shots. Like, I, I appreciate the director not. Um, taking it any further than that because I think they both get one it's the it's like their first initial like what like what is going on here versus their we could have gotten a follow-up shot of them being like oh my god Rob you are pathetic like you know they didn't they didn't just amp it up and keep showing their reactions getting go getting worse and worse well instead he has these what I, I don't know how many there are two three revenge fantasies that he's having in these split seconds and both Dick and Barry are part of you know the at least the second one you know well they they sort of yeah the 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 first one i i feel like is he obviously gets increasingly worse each time or or increasingly physical like the first one the first one he's just shouting at him and you know calling him names and stuff like that and then he sort of high fives dick and barry and (laughs) Uh, right. You know he's pulling out. You know he's he's looking all cool. You know he's yeah. almost like he's almost like putting up his collar and being like, "Yeah, take that man." And, yeah, uh, I think you know. I get, I've watched these minutes several times. And I think every time I watch them, I get fooled into thinking that first one is the real yes. one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, and I go, "Wait, that's not real." Wait, did that what happen? What happened? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Patchouli exactly. stink, right? Is that yeah, the first it's patchouli one? stink. <laughs> yeah. Move it, lard ass. Yeah, and then I, I do like that. That so in that first one. Where he, Get yeah. Julie stink out of my store, and then uh, as he's walking, as 
as Rob's kind of walking away from it, you see you see Barry go out for the high five. Yeah, like, yeah nice move. <laughs> I think he uses the, yeah he uses some interesting phrases. I think he says like rebound, you rebound effer or yeah. something. You know, but says it. Um, and then you think, oh, whoa, throwing out the rebound. Yeah, yeah, good for Rob. And then they yeah then they showed the line again. They're like, should we leave it at that then? Right. And then the next one is uh, oh my God. them hold wait them holding him back right holding him back yeah right. Yeah, I'm so impressed how quick the guys can jump over the counter. I'm just know, imagining me trying to jump over the counter. Can you get me a stool, or uh, I'd be fine. A ladder. Yeah. So can people really do that? Sure. Yeah. Sure. What's the, young people, young. What's the music, Chris, in that? Uh, you... When they're when they're holding him back. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's uh, the song is um, uh, Juice. Uh, know the ledge. By uh, Eric B. and Rakim. It's, it's actually funny because it's originally from the Juice soundtrack, which is a, mm. a 1992 movie. Uh, but yeah, so that hmm. that one that one I had to watch a few times that that reaction because I was trying to translate what Rob is screaming at him. Yes, and, and he, something like you're going to look back at ten calls a night as the golden age. <laughs> is that what he says? <laughs> I didn't hear. <laughs> oh, I great. obviously don't watch this one. It's enough. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, this is a great scene. And I do, I do think I like the third and final one because yeah, he picks up the phone. I know. And, just, and then you see his teeth go flying. <laughs> I know. Out of all of them, Dick is your least. I don't know. You would never suspect that from Dick. Yeah. Yeah, Dick is like in a homicidal rage in this sequence. Yeah, yeah. It's like his alter ego is coming out and. So, one of the things. So this this is that is the like the funniest scene in the movie. I think is this this react the dick you know dick, yeah. smashing with the phone and then yeah. and the air conditioner and taking the air conditioner out of the wall and like throwing it on his head. Like He's the, like, do it, man. <laughs> but I was it, it got me thinking like oh, this must be when it's fun to be an actor, right? Or yeah. like we're just gonna do this over the top scene. And you know, like Tim Robbins, here's a bunch of you know chicklets, chicklets yeah. to put in your mouth. You need to hang on to these because you're gonna get <laughs> smashed in the face with a phone. You're gonna spit them out. Like, oh, it's I don't know. It just looked like so much fun to do. Yeah. Um, and then you know, did you guys could you tell what Barry was doing in the in the third one? It went, I think Barry took his belt off. Oh yeah, actually, <laughs> that's what I thought. It, yeah. He's, yeah. Uh, I think yeah, he takes his belt off and he's like hitting him with the belt and they're kicking him and. <laughs> I don't know that I would think that quickly if I was in a fight. Me neither. I don't know what I. I don't know or what I would grab the air conditioner. Right, right. I know. Do you think someone out there has actually grabbed an air conditioner, and thrown it on someone? Yeah. I that whole scene is just fantastic. I would have to say that whole sequence is just. Is that a favorite scene of yours? That's got to be the, my favorite scene in the whole movie. Just the, yeah. the moment when Dick picks up the phone and smashes his face and. Get him. The ultimate. Is, is, is it the ultimate male revenge fantasy against an ex, your ex's new mm. rebound? Or Yeah, I don't know. I mean, is it, or is it specific because this guy is just such a ugh, smarmy guy? Right. I just like, I, uh, I was going to say, I like that, uh, you know, this is, you know, these are, these are Rob's fantasies, right? Mm-hmm. They're all three of these, but in, in this third one, you know, it's Dick takes the lead, and and Dick is doing all the vi- most of the violence and this extreme right. violence. <laughs> right. And uh, 
I just find that you know, like, oh, it does. It says it says something for it. I don't know. He's just like he loves these guys, and you know, right? He, he knows Dick would stand up for him yeah, in that he knows way. That like they would do this for him, even and... as as <laughs> passive as Dick is, he loves Rob that much that he would right, right. <laughs> nail a that guy loyal. in the face with a phone. Right. I just don't think I would conjure this fantasy up in my mind if I was, you know, angry at mm. again an ex's new interest <laughs> right yeah no i don't think i w- i mean i'm sure I'm there's i haven't had like you know revenge right. fantasies right not necessarily like let's go one. there let's go there we're <laughs> yeah no <laughs> god <laughs> oh top five revenge fantasies why don't we think uh, of that right, right. I know. <laughs> <sighs> oh god yeah uh we've got a, a new t-shirt in this uh yeah sequence so um uh, Barry's wearing a Droogs Don't Run t-shirt. Um, Droogs. Droogs Don't Run. It's it's actually from A Clockwork Orange. Okay. I think Droogs is like the the it's like slang for friends or your oh. your you know pals that the, you know they were they ran around as like a Oh, that's an interesting thugs. t-shirt choice. Do you think it was a conscious choice because of they are their friends not he's they're standing by their friend right now. I never even thought of that. Friends That's don't great, run. Yeah. I think we uh, should tweet at Jack uh, Black and ask him. <laughs> is there some subtext to your Droogs Don't Run shirt? I bet there is. Um, it's I'd actually, like to think there is. Yeah. I would like to think it's on purpose. What What I didn't know, like so I recognize Droogs, but you know, because of Clockwork Orange. But I did. What I didn't know is that um, this is also this could also be, and probably more likely, um, it's a song. Droogs Don't Run is a song by a punk band called <clears throat> Cock Spar. Um, cock so, sparrer, sparrer, like sparring, like, like sparring. fighting. Yes, I am a cock sparrer. Are we uh, talking about roosters? I would assume so for this Rooster. show that we're talking cock about fighting. That. Yes. Okay. Right. Um, yeah, I didn't. I didn't mean. <laughs> so I assume so. But again, all men fighting. Fighting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. so yeah, we maybe we anyway. should maybe we should tweet That's at it. Jack Black mm-hmm. and say, hey, we like the it's pretty subtle. We like uh, all the yeah, we like yeah. all the inferences here. That, yeah, uh, he's like, oh, it's just total accident. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Some stage hand handed me their T-shirt. Right, and, right. Yeah, so yeah, put this on. Right. Um, right. Yeah. So, uh, anywho, so what was your favorite so of these three revenge fantasies? But do you do you, do you have a favorite? Is it the, the AC one or is it one of the other ones? I think for me, it's actually the first one because I think Rob gets a lot of power in that one. He's really, I don't know, fighting someone is not the, you know, that's not the best choice most of the time. And so I think to actually say what you want to say and get it out. And I kind of like that one the most because I'm like, oh, like I said, every time I watch it, I'm surprised by it and I feel very satisfied by it. Um, So for me, I think. That one's my favorite. Yeah. Anyone else? I like the AC one. The AC. I, mean, I, think I think it's funny. Right. From start to finish. Yeah. As much as I think the AC one is so funny, I agree with Candace. I like the first one because I just, I might not approve, so to speak, of all the names and, and phrases he uses. But at the same time, I agree with you, Candace, that he's truly expressing himself in that way verbally. Mm-hmm. How about you, Chris? Yeah, it's gonna be the AC one, but I had I, yeah, I laugh every time. Uh, but I did have fun, you know, 
during during research for this was trying to you know translate what Rob was screaming in the second mm. one. So that was right. kind of fun. I had to go yeah. to the, I had to go to the script to uh, actually pull out all the stuff he was yelling. But it was uh, uh, so I appreciate that one more. Mm-hmm. But it still okay. doesn't it still doesn't beat the AC one. Yeah, yeah, the AC one's pretty fun. Uh, which also, sorry, uh, during the AC fight, there's a different song. Oh, okay, um, yeah. It's a it's a, they play "Doing It Anyway" by Apartment Twenty Six. Oh. Mm. So, which I think that one might be on the official soundtrack. Like, I keep forgetting to highlight which of these actually show up on the. You know, it's like twelve or thirteen songs, but yeah. Um, do you guys oh. have? Would you guys have soundtracks to your revenge fantasies? <laughs> like, do you think he consciously picked those songs in his fantasy? <laughs> oh yeah, uh, I'm sure he did. <laughs> that's a great question. Oh, see now that's. I'll save it. I'll save that for later. Oh, that's okay. a good question. Oh, thanks. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else on the? Oh, they're so fun. Yeah, I hate to let them go. I know, and it's interesting because it all takes place, you know, within two minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not even, but yeah. yeah, about two minutes, and then yeah. it, then we transition to quite a different scene at Ugh. the dinner party. Oh, oh God, I'm so. Oh boy, I. <laughs> this Tell us how for, you really feel, Dave. I know. This would be for me the dinner party from hell. Oh my God! Yeah. Right. I mean, I think I would jump out the window if I was at this party by myself. <laughs> yeah, by himself. He's yeah. pretty brave to do that. I think. Yeah. Hey, I Rob, mean, he knew Rob, he was going by himself. This, this is everybody. Like how? Uh, well, that right there's rude. Yeah, she's so rude. I don't like her at all. I, I, oh, she's pretentious and are the dinner party, dinner party guests coupled up or I couldn't tell. Oh, yeah, I no, I don't know. I guess I don't know if they were or not. I just feel like it it felt brave to me I, to go to a dinner party by yourself. Sure. Um, yeah, I don't know if they're coupled up or not. Yeah. I did. I did. I got totally distracted by this uh, the dinner party, and I'll tell you why. But couple of things so really everything that happened like all the content of people talking and uh whatever charlie whatever rob's talking about i got distracted by because i was paying attention to what everybody's doing like when he gets there you know people are talking all all around table but somebody's like uh peeling a carrot and someone else is working on tomatoes (laughs) yeah and so she's having her guests prepare their dinner right and there's a huge steak uh tuna whatever steak whatever you call it a chunk of tuna just sitting sitting like unattended on the table like like right where charlie is gonna sit i guess and she talks about it later like that's one of the when yes he says charlie's just awful and she says stupid things she's like that's a tuna that's a tuna i'm like yeah but i got distracted by all everybody's just making the meal which just seems weird to me well that kind of i feel like that kind of goes along with her personality i'm sure you know she thought that was cool and hip and that's what I was going to say. Totally trendy. Yeah, trendy. And I mean, I think you could have people over and make it a thing to everyone help. Oh, yeah. yeah and I, I think, think that's yeah. fine. It's just, yeah, I hate that she he sits down and then she, she, she has him move so she can sit down. <laughs> what kind of host is she? Well, she wanted to be in on the action. Yeah, but right. he's like, and you can totally tell because... The next scene is like her talking with all of the people and he is clearly like off by himself mm-hmm. on the other side of the table. Yeah. It's... Like observing this. Yep. Yeah. Which is, which is great because he truly sees Charlie for what she is, which is, you know, an idiot. Yeah. 
yeah. clearly had had her on a pedestal. Yes. Um, but he does that voiceover where he does say when he's like talking about all the people and he says something like, I'm not a class warrior um, and they are good people, but, right. you know, it clearly doesn't fit in. And uh, Charlie's just such a, like I said, pretentious, like inauthentic kind of person. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Then, yeah. I she's a Kardashian. Uh, <laughs> oh, today she would be. And then I thought like, wow, it does it also take him guts to stay when everyone leaves or did she say to him like oh stay or no i think he like, i i think he waits his obviously his mm-hmm. motive for going there is to get information from her so he's waiting till the very end because she, she clearly grabs his jacket and is like time yeah. to go you time to get go. out of here <laughs> i know like, subtle you're not, right. you're not staying not up with him yeah you're anything. not staying right yeah yeah i don't know yeah, and I then found I'm, impre- I'm impressed with him even more, which is when she sits down, he just sort of launches right into it. And he's like, why'd you dump me for Marco? Yeah, and maybe he feels comfortable doing that now because he's realized how awful a person she is. So he's like, right. uh, you know, I'll bet I don't I don't have to censor myself. I'm just going to say it. Well, that's you know? interesting. Yeah, would he have been that comfortable when he got there to do that? Right. Or was it only after observing her all night? Yeah. Yeah, yeah but he also because how many women has he already asked those questions to? True. Right. Well, he's, he well, only asked it really of Penny was the only one he actually confronted about it. Uh, the first one he talks to the mom. Yeah. The second one, <laughs> you know, is Penny. The third one, he's like, I don't have the heart to get into it. And then this is Charlie's the fourth. Um, so I think, yeah, I feel like he's, again, we're watching his journey through his his growth his growth a little bit but i i do think that i just am impressed that he just sort of like you know yeah screw it i'm just gonna go for it and he's like why did you dump me for marco but she gets super annoyed well she does because she's like i knew it (laughs) and she sounds even more pretentious when she says it can we go back to before this though when she says bye to her guests bye totally (laughs) wait a second are you 15 what is yeah, I know. She's, no, but it's not she's, she's awful. She's awful. She does oh. such a good job at it, too. She's a good she does. Job I don't think she's an awful person yeah, in her Catherine life. Yeah, Catherine Zeta Jones' acting is, is great here. Yeah. yeah. I know. But yeah, so sorry. I interrupted, but back to, yeah, when she he asks her, why did you break up with me for Marco? And she know, she knew it. Of course, that's what he wanted. And she says Marco was glamorous. Yeah, and then when she's, like, describing Marco mm. and, you know, you see sort of Rob's, at the beginning you see Rob's face and he, I got the impression that he was, like, starting to get hurt by it. He's like, you know, he was he was brighter and sunnier, but by the end he was like, eh, whatever. Right. He's like, I don't really care. Yeah. I, cu- I couldn't tell. I couldn't t- I thought he might have been trying to, like, my read on it was he was trying to force a poker face on himself okay. that, it, that it was hurting to hear all those things but but I did I did I wasn't quite sure of what mm-hmm. I was seeing there yeah I mean maybe at this point he he is he knows where he was maybe in his life then and he can kind of understand that yeah maybe Marco I wasn't those things you know like you know when we flash back and we see him he's not a secure person when he's with her and he'd probably did require a lot of work in a way, yeah. 
you know. Yeah, I thought I thought yeah, the terms she used I thought were very hurtful. Yeah, like, stinging because yeah. you know, like to demean him, like you know, not you, he was not a lot of work. Right. Like you obviously I invested time into you, like and that's not what I'm about. Right. And, I mean and I mean and that's those like relationships do require time and energy yeah. and so maybe she she's just so she just wants someone yeah, who's just sunny and easy, so she doesn't have to do anything. And I don't know. Did you like his shirt in this scene on a lighter note? The, no. the like maroon velour, it looked like. Yeah, not I don't a think fan. I could pull that off. Yeah, I thought it was more satiny kind of. Yeah, that's what I thought brands. too. Yeah. yeah. Um, very, you know, what I guess he interprets his dinner party look. <laughs> I, right. I, I will say though his look definitely fit in with that yes, crowd. Yes, he right. Like he picked he picked the right shirt to fit in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's. Yeah. I don't know. Um. What? So did anybody? Uh, <laughs> the elephant in the room. <laughs> yeah, the elephant in the room. Uh, during the dinner party, did anybody keep their eye on the robot? <laughs> the robot. What? Yeah, yeah. I uh, once I saw it, I couldn't unsee it. There's a robot in the background. Uh, it's like a statue. Yep, and, there it is. And it shows up in almost all the shots in the dinner party. It's somewhere near. It's like in the front hallway of of when. Yep. And then Rob's standing next to it. Charlie's sitting in front of it. <laughs> it's in the background of the long shots. It's. Yep, it's right there. Yeah. When I first yeah, saw it, it is everywhere. Yeah, that's funny. I don't think I ever noticed that as a robot, but then, yeah. I noticed the painting, but I didn't notice the robot. It does not fit her aesthetic at all. Yeah, I thought it was like a big, you know, gargantuan, like, espresso machine or something. When I first that saw would it, fit. Like, yeah, I'm like, oh, she's got a fancy, fancy kitchen or something, right? Right. And, right. But then after I looked, I'm like, oh, it's a robot. And I'm like, oh, it's everywhere. What is it moving? <laughs> it's moving, I but I had to actually go map it out. It does not move. It's just all the different camera angles. It just happens yeah. to be in most of the shots. So it must she it must have been in some art gallery, mm. a right. priced you know an exorbitant amount of money by Absolutely. some you know right artist. Yeah, up and coming artist. Yeah. 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 I'm sure it has a story. I would love to hear. Charlie, as you know, somebody must have asked, oh, I love your robot statue. And, you know, Charlie, Charlie has to go off for like, you know, five minutes on, on the up and coming artist and the, right. how rare it is and like, you know, one of a kind. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I so. noticed the robot. I just didn't really think much of it. Um, I'm not <laughs> sure why I didn't because once you pointed it out, I'm like, oh, why does she have a robot in her? I totally did not even notice that it was a robot, and now that you say it, now that's all the thing. Now that's all I want to look for in that scene. With its long, skinny legs, like that's not. You ruined it for me. <laughs> See, this is the thing. Like we we warn all these people. Like, well, after you go through a movie, you know, five minutes at a time, and then you go back and watch this. Like forever now, when you go back and watch this movie, you're gonna ignore the dinner scene and just watch the robot. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Right. Right. It looks like it has light bulbs. It doesn't... It, yeah. Yeah. Why doesn't she turn them on? Do you think it turns on? You know who probably made <laughs> But how does it turn on? Does it plug in? Or does it uh, have batteries? It's like a... Who made it like what? Spencer robot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who made it? Oh, I don't know. Oh, you just said... Oh, no. I assumed oh. it was Spencer. Oh, oh, oh. Yes. Spencer. For all you iCarly fans out there. <laughs> yes. 
I think yeah, the, uh, the, about the dinner party scene. Well, I think the, the one last thing is just her list of, um, you know, all the stuff she's saying is that essentially Rob isn't right glamorous, yeah. and um, I might be getting I might be getting my female speeches mixed up from the book, um, but I think Charlie goes even harder on him here. I might be confusing Charlie and Laura, but uh, where she was saying that her per her personality was changing to be more like Rob's. And that was one thing. And I don't know if I don't remember if Laura said that to oh. him or if Charlie said that to him as one of the reasons. Like, yeah, I was, mm. you know, because he's all, you know, none of these things that she's listing out, sunnier and sparkier. And we, she felt like she was becoming more like Rob and didn't want that. Yeah. Um, mm. So it was even, it, she was even harsher in the book mm. Um, mm. than this scene is. Mm. Yeah. Do we have to see her again? And that's the last time we see her, I think. Right. I think that's the last. Yeah, you know, the last of Charlie. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. That's all I've got for the dinner party. Yeah. yeah. In the last five seconds of the these minutes, <clears throat> then we flash back to the record store. That's right? the best sign ever. <laughs> I had to look at the sign several, like slow, like pause it several times to read the sign. Yeah, I love that. Hip young gunslingers. Yeah, young gunslinger. Yeah. Must be into your GBH, Primal Screen, Warp, Palehead, etc. Contact Barry in the store. And it's put up with two pieces of mask and tape. No, four pieces. <laughs> oh, four pieces. I stand corrected. Yeah. I, I was I was trying so obviously I, you know you know me I went and looked up all the bands and because I didn't know a couple of them, but what one thing was bugging me is uh, the way he wrote out the list is he didn't put a comma on his line breaks. So, yeah. Oh, you know, so is that good grammar? I don't, I don't know my. I guess I don't know my grammar well enough that if you're doing a list like that, shouldn't you have commas even if you're going yeah. on to a new line? No. Um. So if GBH is their own band, there should be a comma there. Yes. Yep. Primal Scream comma now is Warp Palehead one band. No, Warp and Palehead are two bands. Oh, oh then it should be comma. Yeah, there should comma. be a comma. I mean, yeah. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. I don't know that Barry's thinking about grammar when he's like no, he quickly writing up it. his. Right. With his sharpie on a, I mean, I'm sure this is like the back of another flyer that he's using to put right, it up. Right, so right. I don't think there's yeah, good a point. lot of a sharpie. I, uh, all the bands are like punk rock and hardcore. Yeah. And mm. Palehead is actually on the Wax Tracks label. So we talked about Wax Tracks yeah. previously. Mm. Um, I could not, so I could not find the band Warp, but only because I found a lot of bands called Warp. So oh. I, don't, I don't know which one he's talking about here, which one he's referring to. So that'll be a question for the listeners if anybody knows which warp. Yeah, is there a warp from Chicago? Could be a warp from Chicago. It's definitely going to be something, and these all seem to be like punk, you know, industrial rock bands. So is there, you know, something that fits mm. that genre and time frame? Because I found a, a few bands called Warp, but they've only been around since, you know, the 2010s after the film came out. I find that so weird. Like, if you're naming your band, aren't you doing a search? Like, <laughs> okay, how many bands out there are called Warp? Oh, there's three? I'm not going to call my band Warp. Yeah. yeah. But in 1999 or 2000, are you doing All right. that? All right, Kathy. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was excited that I was thinking of that time period. Yes, yes. The good point. Yep. Yeah. I've already acclimated to our Google lifestyle. Right. Right. There's no Alexa. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna th I'm gonna throw the song out here because the song is you know we hear the beginning of another song even though it carries over into the next 
five minutes, but the song is uh, Mendocino by the Sir Douglas Quintet mm. um, from the album Mendocino from 1969. So that's just what starts playing when, when we see this. Again, I think it's playing in the store. I don't think it's... Oh. Um, oh what's the term for that? There's a term for Dave might know of music. Why wouldn't Kathy and I know? It's like because like a it's a it's like a, a movie term. So it's like when you hear music, when we hear as the audience hears the music versus right. when the characters are listening right. to music. It's there's a Something. there's a term for it. I forget what it is, and I wish I hadn't brought it up because I forget. You're right. I don't know what that term is. So you were right. I don't know. Kathy, uh, maybe Kathy knows when the characters hear the music. Yeah. Well, it's you're not breaking the fourth wall on it. No, no, it's just a it's a. It's a. And it's not an aside. No, it's a. It's a, like a term specific to films. Mm-hmm. Forget it. Forget it. Forget it. No, but I should know it. Um, should you? Okay, I'm writing it down. To be continued yeah. on that okay. one. Okay. Yep. I do like the guy that shows up to answer the, the um. <laughs> answer the ad. Answer the ad because he. I don't know. He doesn't look like Barry at all. No. And I mean, not that you, I mean, yeah, you'd have to, but I'm doing some stereotyping or looking at like, yeah, does he look like he would fit in with the bands that, you know, Barry no, has on? No. He, he looks very, that's what's kind of fun. He about looks more him, like metal that? rock, kind of. Yep. Right. If right. I stereotype his look. Yeah. And no, Barry's, yeah. Wearing, Barry's wearing a Hawaiian shirt, it looks like. Yeah, Hawaiian shirt. Um, Diegetic is the, is the term. What is it, Chris? Diegetic. Diegetic. Can you read the definition for us? According to the internet. Yes. (laughs) If the characters in the film uh, can hear the music the audience hears, then that music is called diegetic. Okay. So like the music playing in the record store, that's what they would hear, even though we also hear it, but like the music. But the music during like the fight scenes. Right. Those were not playing in the store. We only heard that. That was for our benefit. Right. What's that term, Chris? Uh. <laughs> maybe, maybe in that particular case, Rob wanted to like hear that music too. Yeah, uh, maybe that was all in his head. Yeah. Uh, non-diegetic. <laughs> <laughs> nice save. Yeah. Yeah. No, this this is this character is going to be interesting. The one that's talking to Barry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll see. We'll save him for for the next five minutes. Yes, their, right, their conversation right. actually happens yeah. in the next five. So, yeah. So, anything else? I don't think so. Uh, I don't. I think I got all my. Yeah, I just want to talk about the robot and the music. <laughs> in the fight. Yeah. Yeah, I do feel like maybe I should go step, find, do some research on that robot. Robot probably should have done it before, but I didn't really notice it. So. Um, but I, there has to be a story to it. I'm going to look. Okay. That's my right. homework. Do you think the story Maybe is like ha- a behind-the-scenes story? Or just, yeah, why? I mean, the, a set designer would have had to pick that for a reason, hmm. I yep. think. I mean, it's it's in every shot. Maybe yeah. we should tweet at Catherine Zeta-Jones. I don't think she's on Twitter. I think I looked. Uh, mm-hmm. Smart lady. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Cool. All right. On to the next next thing. On to the next thing. Top fives. Top five. Yeah. These songs are non. What's the new word we learned? Diegetic. Yeah. Diegetic. Yeah. What's <laughs> right. our top five non-diegetic uh, songs this week? Right. 
Yeah. Right. What are they? So what's our Candace. top five for today? What, me? Yeah. Oh, I'm supposed to you tell pick you. Them. I, pick, I don't pick them. I thought you were a picker. Yeah. Just, no, just I think I it's... Pick yeah, them. Kathy... She, Candace. Okay. So tell us, Kathy, what is today's top five? Well, we decided on songs that we would listen to maybe if we were feeling angry in sort of the spirit of Rob's revenge fantasies. Yes. Right. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I like it. Cool. Wants to go first. Oh, yeah. Kathy, you go first. Okay. I want to hear what you listen to when you're angry. Yeah, angry. Yeah, I want to know what you listen to when you're angry. (laughs) Dave. Guessing the. Well, the songs I picked, I mean, I think are five that are spread out over time because I was thinking I. I don't listen to a lot of songs when I'm, I guess, angry. It's probably more when I'm sad, but mm. I guess I like was trying to picture like songs that I feel like, yeah, this is a great song if you're angry. Right. So I picked um, You Oughta Know by Alanis mm. Morissette. Yeah, um, sure. Uh, Jagged Little Pill from way back in the 90s. Yep. Um, I picked another song called Insensitive by Jan Arden. Oh, yeah. Um, it's more of like, a, do you know what Candace? I do know it. I think yeah, she's like a Canadian a, artist. Yes, 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 That's yes. True. And yeah. that was back from oh, the yeah, 90s. Oh, yeah, both Alanis is too. Yeah, Sorry. that was yep. back from the 90s. Mm-hmm. Then I um, picked Mama Said Knock You Out by LL Cool J. Nice. <laughs> Fun. I feel like that's one, like, you know, I'd want to be boxing to and let out my anger. Yeah. Um, from the Rocky Four soundtrack, No Ooh. Easy Way Out <laughs> by Robert Tepper. Um, and I think that that's when Rocky's like training and he's in maybe, you know, Russia or something. And he's, yeah. Is that the Russian one? Yes. Yep. Yeah. And then the last one I picked was So What by Pink. Okay. Nice. I love, I I think that was, you know, I love her attitude Mm. in that and she's angry and, and when I'm singing it, I might be able to like have that attitude also. Cool. Nice. So how about you, Candice? Me? Okay. Yeah. Let's see. What are my angry songs? Um, give me a second here. I gotta find them. <laughs> I actually also had "So What" from Pink. Oh, that's oh yeah, yeah. She's I like Pink a lot, and me too. I don't listen to her enough. I don't think I'd like to listen to her more. Um, but like you, Kathy, I'm like, God, do I listen to music when I'm angry? And I was thinking of songs, and I'm like, Yeah, I guess I don't really. But I don't know. I just tend to go into my head when I'm angry. <laughs> I don't need any more noise. I have enough in my head. Um, so uh, another one I had was Welcome to the Jungle, Guns N' Roses. Oh, nice. I almost put that on my list. Yeah. Um, uh, I have uh, Just a Girl by No Doubt, because listening mm-hmm. to that one actually gets me really pissed off. So I don't know <laughs> if it, I love it, but then I get really angry. Mm. Makes me angry. Makes you angry? Uh-oh. I guess I don't know the lyrical content that well then. You should listen to the lyrics, Chris. And yeah, then, sure. Then you'll know. Then I'll know. It'll <laughs> can, be pretty I ima- obvious. I can imagine it now yeah. what the lyrical oh, content yeah. is. Um, but I love that song. Uh, I also have um, Greedy Fly by Bush. Nice. I love that song. Love it. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't always listen to it, but I love it. Um and then this last one, it was, it's um, Kiss with a Fist by Florence and the Machine. That's a great one. That's a great song. That's so, a great one. I love one. that title. Yeah. Yep. Kiss with a Fist. Here this you go. Great, there's a lot of diversity within our lists. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's fun. Um, Dave, you're up. Okay. 
So for me, um, when I think of like uh, when I'm angry, I want to listen to like I don't want to say hard rock, but I want to mm. listen to like some hard rock music. Yeah. yeah. So that's where I sort of directed my. So my first one is Linkin Park, One Step Closer. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Foo Fighters, All My Life. Nice. Um, uh, baby Metal, Gimme Chocolate. Oh, um, Gimme Chocolate. That doesn't sound yeah, like... Yes, like, please. That That's what I want when I'm angry, too. Chocolate. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Um, Metallica, I Disappear. Whoa. Metallica. Um, and Scorpions, Rock You Like a Hurricane. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, fun. I think I knew one of those. Wow. Yeah, me too. <laughs> This is going to be quite the playlist. I know. <laughs> uh, Chris. Okay. Um, I had, yeah, my songs were definitely songs that I want to continue to fuel my anger, you know, and the, yes. so. I, you yeah, know. that's a good way to put it. That's right. how yeah. I uh, definitely. Fuel it. Yeah. Fuel it. And, right. and maybe, you know, I want one, express it, and then also probably just to, you know, uh, raise it up a notch. Raise it up a notch. I have, so yeah, I have five and I have some honorable mentions, but uh, so start with a Head Like a Hole by Nine Inch Nails. Um, which you know anything by Nine Inch Nails usually he's yelling all his lyrics and but that, uh-huh. that one was like their first hit and uh, anyway uh, another one uh, Just Like You by the Rollins Band um, um. I, I, I saw Rollins Band in concert not knowing who they were they were like is a triple is Henry bill. Rollins? Henry, Henry Rollins oh yeah <laughs> and uh, <laughs> okay and he comes out on stage in just like a pair of shorts and like that's it and he's he just sweats and screams for 90 minutes in this one song where the there's just a lyric where he just yells the word rage like at the top of his lungs like anyway it's fantastic <laughs> um, uh, say it to me now by glenn hansard uh it's from the one oh, soundtrack which so to listen to what it soundtrack? uh the once soundtrack oh. um the beginning of it is like, oh, it's just this nice folky song, and then like the back half mm-hmm. of it just turns into this rager, like, like, oh, it's so emotional. Yeah, and yeah. It's, very it's, emotional. That's yeah, okay. yeah, very emotional. Um, Fight by the Cure, which is, again is just a good, by uh, both title lyrically and musically, it's it's just a, a good one to amp you amp you up. Um, I don't care anymore by Phil Collins, which is one of my favorite songs, and it's just so. <laughs> It's so, uh-huh. it's so bitter. The song is so bitter, and the music is fantastic. Um, so those are my five. Oh, those are good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this playlist. Yeah, yeah, yeah more than too. others, I think. Yeah, and I think it's going to be fun to play it for the kids again and see if they can pick whose songs are. <laughs> oh, I love that you're doing that. Yeah, we didn't play the sexy sex songs for the kids. <laughs> pick which one? Um. Mom and Dad picked. Ew. <laughs> okay, should I do my honorable mentions? Since sure, I don't have any. I don't think. I don't either. Uh, okay, my my first one is two uh, "Cream and Bastards Rise" by Harvey Danger, um, Wait, which again is just what's the yeah, title? Yep. "Cream and Bastards Rise." Huh, that's a weird title. In the context of the song, it's. It, it, it makes sense. I can't sense. even put that context together. How would... so, well, the lyric is like, "Is only cream and bastards rise," mm. uh, saying that you know, like cream, oh, cream rises to the top. top. Yep, and bastards rise to the top. Like oh. you know, they get ahead in the world. And... Interesting. Oh. Okay. Yeah, and then hmm. the other one was uh, yeah. uh, "Damage I've Done" by the Heads, um, which was that Talking Heads like spinoff um, band. Is I think uh, I think it was everybody except for David Byrne, um, and they had all these guest singers come in. Um, and damage I've done is 
amazing. It's, again, it's a it's a rager. Rager. Mm. Rager. Did you guys have any honorable mentions? I did not. I, I didn't. Uh, yeah, that was oh, wow. pretty much mine. Just me. Um, I had other Does thoughts. Does that mean you're the angriest? I know. Full of anger. I had some songs I thought of, like uh, Welcome to the Jungle, but, you know, and then um, a couple of uh, Judas Priest songs and stuff like that, but I, not really ones I go to. Like the five I listed were probably my go-to songs. Right. When I want to be fueled by the fire. One of the things you probably noticed I didn't include was a Peter Gabriel song. And, uh, well, you did Phil Collins, so close Phil enough. Collins. Close enough, yeah, I guess. They're like cousins. But I was, uh, they are cousins. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I did want to, I'm like, oh, what's the angriest Peter Gabriel song? I'm going to have to do that as a little research project. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. Those are good ones. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, Great. I was excited to hear everyone's, and I... I suspected I wouldn't know a lot of them because I don't know. I feel like I had a suspicion it would be kind of like rocky and hard and I don't really listen to, well, no, I don't really no. listen to that kind of music, but, but I can appreciate it at certain yeah. times. So. Yeah. All right. Well, should we wrap Where it up? Where can you then? find us, Chris? Where can you find us? Well, we're on those interwebs, uh, high fidelity minute, uh, high fidelity top com. Yep. Did I get it right? I don't know. Top5.com? God. <laughs> I'm terrible. You know Why that? are we doing this? There's so many domain names and other Twitter accounts I have to create because I keep messing it up in the in these. Oh, um, yeah. But yeah, we're on Twitter and Instagram as High Fidelity Min. Um, and uh, if you haven't already, you should uh, get a Facebook account and join the High Fidelity Listener Lounge. You're telling people to get a Facebook get a, account. I'm sure, you know, people have heard about Facebook. It's pretty popular. and um, I admire people who don't have Facebook accounts, though. Yeah, that's probably a mark right there, right? Like, yeah, I don't, I've don't. i never been on Facebook. Yeah. Well, that's probably... why we have Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. Right. So, so, uh, so yeah, so uh, join up all those things. Uh, we'd love to hear uh, how you're doing with the minutes. What do you think about the minutes? And obviously what your top five angry songs are. Um, I'm always a, I love personally hearing uh, music suggestions. Chris gets very excited. I Yes. Yes, I'm I have like, witnessed yes. it. He's like, oh, oh. yeah. I'm at the record store now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so check us all out, and uh, we'll be back again next week uh, talking about minutes 76 through 80 of the movie High Fidelity here at the High Fidelity Top 5. Bye for now. Bye. Take Bye. care.